Come on. Yep. Welcome this week to Everyman Upland Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Baker. In the studio with me today is Henry Norman. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. At Quail Guide Dog Man on Instagram. Go check him out. That is your handle, right? Yeah. Quail Guide Dog Man. That's it. Something like that. With periods. Pop, 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 pop. I'm at Everyman Upland. Um, this episode is brought to you by Quail Ridge Plantation. In its 52nd season of bobwhite quail hunting in South Georgia, uh, we're located in the small uh, town of Norman Park, Georgia. If uh, you want more information on how to book a hunt, go to quailridgeplantation.com. You can find all the information there, including a phone number, which you can call and book your hunt. We are still taking bookings for this season, so... If uh, season goes through March 31st, so uh, book hunt today, uh, go over and support QuailRidgePlantation.com. This episode is going to be a little different. It's going to be mainly updates and what we're getting ready for as the season progresses. Uh, I've been a little bit busy. Henry's been a little bit busy. Why have we been busy? Because we're in the woods hunting birds. That's right. Um, In Georgia, the preserve season starts uh, October 1st and goes through March 31st. So we have, we both guide. So we have a jump on the wild bird season as far as getting our dogs out in the woods on birds early. And how's that going, man? It's going good. Um, I haven't been hunting as much as I would like, but that's always the case this time of year. Um, cause we always start out a little slow, you know, just hunting on the weekends and then usually about middle of November on through February, we're hunting, we're full throttle going, you know, five, six days a week. Yeah. Usually it's warmer and has been nice oh, yeah. and cool. That's another reason that it has me wanting to be in the woods more. And I think that's in direct correlation to why I've been out, out training dogs so much lately is it just feels right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the season starts changing. The weather starts cooling off. And it just feels like this is what we should be doing. Oh yeah, at this time. Um, yeah, I've I've got I just went on my first guided guided hunt of the year, or I'm guiding first. I'm not being guided uh, hunt of the year, and it was with some. Uh, I'm gonna say long time. I've been hunting with these guys for like four or five years now. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, so. Um, they come back every year. It's a father-son pair. Uh, if they're listening, they know who they are. Uh, it was a pleasure. It really is a pleasure to hunt with these guys. Uh, they shoot four tens, and they shoot them well. Yeah, that's always fun, especially if you're working with some young dogs and you have people that can shoot you know, sub-gauge as well. It's, it's, it's great to bring out some dogs that you want to kind of ease into the, the whole hunting experience or ease into your string, rather. Um, and yeah, I was, I was also hunting with this group and I think the connection there is surprisingly with the sons, not the fathers, I believe they all, all yeah. play baseball together. So yeah. And these are like high school age, yeah. uh, sons, which Quail Ridge runs a, a special in October for father son hunts. So, uh, again, if you're looking for more information, go to Quail Ridge. Uh, I think that special is about to run out, but it will be available for next year. So you can go book. 
your father son hunt for next year, or I'm sure it would apply to mother daughter, yeah. father daughter, any, mother son, <laughs> parent child, any relation thereof. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's a good deal, and it's what really uh, I've watched uh, the son of my pair of guys I took hunting him progress as a hunter and a shooter and i've just seen him get better and better and and safe man these guys are safe they're they're the real deal and this client has purchased a dog so in in the progression he's been bird hunting for a long time before i met him but um since i've met him he he bought a dog it's been trained and he brought it out and man did he do good and it uh, I kind of had a soft spot for this dog because it's a French Brittany and I have a French Brittany puppy. One of my four can't hide money. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to, uh, we'll get to it in a minute uh, about how our dogs are doing. But so far, man, the weather was just perfect. The birds were, were awesome. Yeah. I mean, every, everything just clicked. Yeah. It was a really good start to the season. Um, I was pleasantly pleased and surprised a little bit with the the way my dogs performed you know because early season yeah they've been they've been kind of lounging around all summer so a few of them are are larger than they should be some of them are are, uh, definitely not in the best shape but uh it it just takes a little time in the woods to get everything right again but uh everybody performed i didn't have any surprises as far as just dogs going crazy so it's good to know that I can still count on all my dogs to to perform at a good, you know, high level. Yes. Speaking of that, we're about to run down our, our strings of dogs, plus some dogs that we're training, some young dogs. Uh, Henry manages a pretty large kennel, so um, all kinds of breeds. We and, won't be going through all fifty five. No, 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 of no, 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 no. <laughs> Just the ones that uh, need. Uh, work to get onto a, a string working full time. Um, so let's start. I'll, um, well, you want to start? Who you want to start with? Um, so well, when we say string, that usually entails uh, six dogs. That's, yeah, that's for kind us, of, it's six. You know, we 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 do three hour hunts, and usually we'll run a pair for an hour or so, and mm-hmm. then switch them out. If it's hot, we may have to switch them out more than that. Mm-hmm. But um, right now, my six dogs consist – it's a very mixed bag. My six dogs consist of two pointers, brother and sister, um, Hank and June. I've got um, one English cocker that I've had for four or five years now, Moose. He's my boy. He comes home with me, and mm-hmm. he's a good good old dog. Um, I've got a young Brittany Rubo who, if you've – visit my Instagram. That's probably going to be filled with mostly pictures of yeah. him. He's just a real, real pretty dog. Big. He's a, he's a great looking dog. Big Brittany. He's about the size of my pointers. And I've got one female Visla right now. Um, Katie. And I may be getting off track. It was, is that there should be one left, right? Or is mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Queen. Queen. Oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. The queen. <laughs> yeah. Who is by far the largest dog I have right now. <laughs> She is as long as she is wide. <laughs> to flush, she rolls through bushes. <laughs> Old square dog. Um, she got. She, we spayed her a few years ago, and she's really taken to the feed since then. <laughs> she blew up. Yeah, uh, but still a still yeah. a killer dog. She's she's a dark brown color, like a fully 
she looks like a dark brown GSP. She's half GSP, half Visla. She's a drop. But I tell people that she's half GSP, half seal all the time. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, she's but, a stud, though. Oh, I mean, yeah, she's, she's got it. So how about your dog, Sam? Who are yeah, you, yeah. Who are you I'm running. running uh, we'll start with the English Cocker, Towser. He's uh, about four and a half, five, four. He's, I think he's four. I got him when he was nine months old. And he's uh, like a white and... Yeah, well, white and orange. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost and, almost uh, kind of looks like a Brittany. Does he get mistaken for a Brittany? Oh, yeah, all the time. Because yeah. he's a little tall. He's probably... The reason why is he's a little taller for a English Cocker, and the Brittany's I hunt with are a little short. They're yeah. females, <laughs> so they are very close to the same size. And... uh they get confused. So that brings me to, well, Towser's mine. Purdy is mine. She's my setter drop. She looks like a Vishla with the long tail. She's got yeah. a little white spot on her chest. Maybe but a little more of a buckskin color than orange, but yeah, still exactly. that same, same length coat, right? Yep. So she's my drop dog. I've had her for five years in January. will be five years. Yeah, she's a killer. Yeah, she's great. Uh, she's my veteran. Um, and then I, I run either, well, I'll go who, who I've ran this, this year. Uh, Snapper, who's a, a little kind of weird, quirky uh, Brittany. Uh, she's real small. <clears throat> and then uh, Two Pointers, uh, Hammer, and Jake who, you know, we'll get to them in time. <laughs> I don't know how old they are. They're getting older. Yeah, they've got to be, I don't know, eight? seven or eight. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, and they, that, I mean, they're starting to show it a little bit. Um, but pointers, I think they're litter mates. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they did great. Um, they're kind of reliable for the most part. Kind of like a good good bee dog. Yeah, good, yeah, strong, yeah. Strong bee, bee plus. Hammer... By the time January rolls around, at least Hammer will probably be closer to an A. Okay. Depending on who you pair him with, uh, we'll we'll get to their we'll, – we're going to talk about each of these their dogs tendencies. in turn. Yeah, yeah. So let's start with a dog. And then I've got – when we talk about dogs we're training, I've got Jesse and Lumi. And then yeah. Caleb's got Atlas. And then we got a whole string of dogs yeah. we're going to talk I've, about. I've got another uh, Cocker bevy yeah. who needs to be going right now i've just been i've dropped the ball i've had a i've had a weird year i've had a lot of things happen we'll get into yeah. that but <laughs> just a lot of a lot of things in my personal life happened that have not allowed me to train yeah. like i've needed to and then no, i've also we both got have a, small children too like yeah. i've got a three-year-old henry's got a almost almost two-year-old yeah she'll be two in january that's right we're in november that's wild yeah um, and then I've got a, that, uh, I've got another female Visla who's right at a year old and man, she is looking good. Yeah. Yeah. Old Gilly. Yep. And then we got some dolls from the kennel. So let's get back to our string. Let's just pull, uh, let's just go with the veterans. How's queen? She's fat, but how's she doing? Yeah. Apart from her, uh, stamina being, you know, not where it sh- should be. She's, she's great. Um, she's always the dog I can rely on to, to find a dead bird. Um, you know, very steady point. Well, I've several times in the years that I've hunted her, we've lost her because she went on point on a bird in thick cover and would hold for literal hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd finally 
either the bird would flush and she'd come running back or we would just happen to drive up or walk up to her and, and see her. So good and bad. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times I can call her off of a point. If I can see her, she can see me. You know, she knows that we're that we're hunting other birds. That's a, that to me, that's a vet veteran move. Yeah. To know. And, and then, you know, as soon as, we're, and go back. Yeah, oh. as soon as we're done with the bird that we're hunting, if that I pulled, you know, I pulled her off of another bird. She, she remembers exactly where that bird was, goes straight back to him. It's like, okay, now it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. That, which is amazing. Yeah. She's, she's a really good, and like I said, she's a drop dog and it just seems like those dogs sometimes will have just some really good natural abilities that they get from both sides of whatever. Does she hunt more like a GSP or more like a Vizsla? Temperament-wise, what are you? Um, I would say probably a Vizsla because she's very affectionate, very loving. Yeah. You know, when she's we're at the Jeep, she wants to be petted. She wants to be, like, sometimes she has a problem of getting up in the Jeep and wanting yeah, to be yeah. petted by the guest, which, you know, I, I don't necessarily like that much. But If you're a DIY hunter, hey, that's that's what you want, man. Yeah. That, I mean, if you're you a one-dog man. Great perfect. at home. Yeah. She'd make a great pet, but she's just... I don't know. She's kind of the matriarch of my string. She's mm-hmm. she's she's got it where it counts. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll go with Towser. Okay. I'll just start with my cocker because he was impressive for how little we don't work real hard through the summer just because August is so hot and it cooled down so fast this year. I mean, like season was on us. So Towser's been with me four or five years now, and uh, like I said. He, it's like we never skipped a beat. It's like we were hunting the whole time. I mean, so the way I work Towser when we're, uh, I work him two different ways. One is he is at heel as we, you know, walk through. He's at heel. I really didn't have to say it a whole lot. And if you're a cocker owner, you know what I mean. You're like heel and then. You know, two minutes later, heel. Hell! Yeah. And, uh, but I, you know, out of the gate, I'm a heel, and he just followed right with me. And he's got this thing where he marks pointers, he like backs them. Hmm. He will stop it. When he sees them, he will stop. We'll keep approaching the bird. And when I give him his go command, he'll run from wherever he's. But, uh, I mean, just he, he, Especially hunting at Ruth's in the afternoon where it was so thick, recovering dead birds. He was he was the MVP of the first hunt of the year. I got to give it up to Towser. He, uh, he can be frustrating because his, his temperament is so soft that, you know, if in the heat of the moment you raise your voice a little too much or whatever, he, he'll, you know, cockers tend to remember that. But he was just on it he i mean he just was like ready to see a bird that's awesome and uh yeah so that was uh towser my english cocker cool and just a quick aside uh, sam mentioned ruth's so at quail ridge we have our courses named and this one's called aunt ruth's yeah yeah full you know proper name, Christ, proper name. christian name yeah <laughs> um, east ruth's east aunt ruth's <laughs> so and and that course is a big it, it has different parts it's it's sort of a course between some farmland so there's mm-hmm. cotton or peanuts on either side of it and uh a pond kind of capping one it's end be- it's beautiful when you get down hunting the wire gra- it's real open and once yeah. you get on that slope that goes down to the pond man i think guests really i i really like hunting that part yeah and the it's the wire grass is 
thick in there. I mean, it's it's really yeah. really good woods. It's not a whole. It's not a huge tract of woods, but it's yeah. There's an open field part where it is basically like fallow. There's food plot mm-hmm. planted in there, but a lot of forb, like beggar weed and uh, goldenrod and uh, partridge pea. Yeah, yeah. A lot of partridge pea out there. And uh, it's really good habitat, and but it's real open up in that part. But it's thick. And yep. once those birds find, they can get into those thick patches of goldenrod and everything. And this is a course that holds a lot of wild birds throughout the year. Yeah, we we got into them pretty good. Um, there's a little watering hole up from the pond that just holds a covey all the time. We yep. caught them out feeding, but we didn't actually get that many shots. There was some fl- there was some flusterization on the part of the shooters. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, but Towser did great on a difficult course. Cool. Yeah. So my cocker, uh, moose, I was actually gifted him a few years back by a guy that comes hunting a lot here. He had bought moose and his brother and ended up moose was kind of almost too much dog for what he had in mind for him. Like he, he, I guess he wanted him as a pet. Moose is a lot of dog. Yeah. He's about a 30 five pound cocker boy he's thick yeah yeah and he's but i mean dense. not in a <laughs> old, bad way like he's dense boy like he's you, not fat you pick him up and he's all muscle yeah like a, he's built like a cannonball which is great for the job that he needs yeah. to accomplish <laughs> um but he's he came trained which a lot of my dogs early in my career you know i, I got a lot of dogs secondhand that had been trained but the, the dogs lately that have been entering my string, I've, I've done all the training for. So I think Moose was actually maybe the last dog I got. That was Mo- bro. Well, maybe not Hank. Hank. Yeah. Yeah. Hank had had a little training before, but anyway, uh, Moose is, I, I pretty much hunt him the same way as Sam. Like he, he stays close. He will range out maybe 10, 15 yards. And Moose actually picked up the ability to point from some of these other dogs. Um, and not no, not like a pointing lab where yeah, yeah. he gets a little excited. And I'm not saying it's as steady a point as a, as a pointing breed, yeah. but if, you can tell when he's birdie. And if you tell him, you know, whoa, moose, he'll stop yeah. and either look back at you like, I know there's a bird here. You know, there's a bird here. You, yeah. you tell me what to do. and we're, Which is more or less a necessity of guiding. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's, he's kind of picked that up, um, hunting with these pointer dogs, but, um, He's just he's just been a really fun dog to watch. You know, he's just got that cocker energy, and it's always a, a a pleasure to watch him. You know, work through the woods and his two to three steps for every one step of the bigger dogs. But he's he's just a he's just a really good dog. He's I call him my Hoover because yeah. if there's a bird we can't find, he'll go scoop him up. And when you've got and these cockers guys, they will if you've got a which we'll get to you've got a C dog you know if we're talking about a b c d if you got a c dog out there that needs some help you send these cockers out they're gonna hunt 10 15 yards ahead and they're gonna do that work they're really gonna compliment uh, a pointing dog that might be struggling or if it's a hot day i mean every a dog gets tired and has a hot day or scent conditions aren't good they're gonna get out there and put in that work yeah Uh, 
And I really like running him with a dog that doesn't retrieve well because mm-hmm. he is a retrieving machine. Like yeah. that's that's his forte. Yeah. And so you know, one of these dogs that's a really good pointer, really steady. You know, I'll, I'll pair him with them, and they could really care less about retrieving. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, most I got of, some. most of my dogs will retrieve, but one of them, you know, one or two of them might like have a tendency to spit the birds out on the way back or something, mm-hmm. which obviously just comes back to me as a trainer needing to tend to work yeah. on that a little bit. But, you know, you kind of, you can kind of bypass some of that with a cocker. You kind of forget about some, uh, some, uh, shortcomings of other dogs. If you've got one of them on the ground mm-hmm. for sure. So how about, how about your next dog? Who you got? Uh, um, Purdy Purdy's yeah. doing, having a great, uh, we ran her in that her first time seeing a bird was in our little mock field trial with uh Gerald panel, which is last week's yep. podcast. Um, and so she went from that to hunting and she did great. I mean, she didn't skip a beat. That's sign of a veteran dog. I mean, she really didn't need much tune up. Um, yeah, didn't really some stamina. I mean, that'll come as we hunt more, especially going into quail camp. Um, she'll need that. Because uh, we got a sweet opening day hunt on a on a quota place down here in South Georgia, so um, she's gonna hunt a long time that day. But I'll ha- I'll have to watch her. We'll probably have to take some frequent breaks with her. But she did great. I mean, I can't can't complain about Purdy's. I mean, she's a little her retrieve is hit or miss because she works with towser so much and but she did good she did good um yeah really i mean just nothing to she's a great dog i love purdy's pretty awesome oh yeah i've seen her work several times so she's yeah she's just one of those dogs you lean on i mean she's built like her confirmation even though she's a drop her genetics are pretty fantastic yeah i mean she comes out of yeah two-time yeah shadow of bone yeah back to back Yep, and she just the way she's built her conformation, she can cover ground just effortlessly. She's just an efficient machine when it oh, comes that's, to that's beautiful to watch. Oh, that's yeah, what, that's why I love those. I mean, you said she looks like a Visla, and she's probably that's the other half of her. Yeah, more than likely. Um, yeah, assuming, mm-hmm. but just like those short-haired athletic dogs, Vislas seem to have it a little more than pointers, in my opinion. But just that. That effortless glide through the cover. Yeah. Just, it's, it's, it's a thing of beauty. Yeah. Yeah. And we get, uh, we hunted another course that we hunt on the rocks. And so I hunted that morning on the rocks and the topography there is what you can see are a long way off and kind of the, the wire grass is shorter. So you get to really see your hunt. So that was real fun. Um, yeah. Who you got next? Um, I guess we'll go with Rubo is probably my, I would, I would actually put Rubo as one of my top two dogs right now. Queen, Queen's kind of like, she's a steady dog, but she's getting up in age and mm-hmm. I wouldn't really, you know, she's always been kind of one of my A dogs, but she's not one that I'm leaning on super hard right now. But Rubo is, has really come into his element late last season. And this season he, like you said, he hasn't seemed like he skipped a beat. Yeah. He's, he's really good at, um, 
He's got a great nose on him. He uses it well. You can tell him, like, if he catches a whiff, he, he puts his head into the wind and does these short quarters until he uh, pinpoints the bird. He's great at backing. Um, I usually run him with Hank, my yeah. pointer, and, and they just do really well together. They complement each other well. He's not the strongest retriever. He's one of those dogs that will bring the bird about 10 feet from you and yeah. sp- spit him out and, and go on. Sometimes he'll... It'll be like an express delivery. He'll he'll drop him in the road or something yeah. right in front of you as as he goes on to the next one. But that's that's something we'll be working on this year with him. But like he's not even three years old yet. He's he'll be three, I think, January, February, sometime like that. Yeah. When he works with Purdy on Wild Birds, it is a masterpiece. And he's he's just one of those dogs that will go into cover. Like some of my dogs, the older ones that are kind of yeah, we talked about the briar patch lean yeah. around the table at lunch, uh, and how these older dogs they know what a briar patch is. Oh yeah, and if they don't have to go in there, they'll do this lean where they just kind of like stretch their neck out <laughs> and smell it, and they're like, "No bird in there." Moving on, and you know these young dogs will just like crash through it because it's a cover that needs to be covered. So yeah he's i'm excited to try him on some more some more wild birds this year just in some new places he's one of those dogs i just love watching hunt and seeing him in different uh settings like i love hunting with him at the plantation but you know i I love even more taking him to new places and just oh, seeing how he performs on lanahansi last year the rubo yeah. purdy combo in the afternoon was clutch they did such a good job together yeah and that's just a steady backs the whole time they both got good finds good backing yeah oh man it was just great that's a beautiful place to to hunt too yeah besides the dogs or anything it's it's just a great great uh backdrop for a good time yep um who you got says rubo okay so let's move on to hank uh, not Hank. I'm sorry, say, that's how, your dog. How about uh, your Brittany? Hank, uh, yeah. Uh, well, Snapper's in my in my string right now. Snap's just always been. I mean, for other people, she could rank higher. For me, she's kind of that B minus dog. She does really good, but possibly C. She's really <laughs> good. She does not want to hunt from the Jeep. So you really got to like walk out with her which ruth's complimented her well because there's a lot of walking you there's no point in just driving around ruth so um she did well there it was more open and we got into a situation that needed a cautious dog and she is almost too cautious yeah uh for me she just like after she'll find a covey you shoot the covey and then she'll kind of creep around like there's a bird behind every bush but she's not I don't know. Uh, she works well with, uh, she's complimented. Towser compliments her well, <coughs> or like a big running pointer like hammer. So running her with hammer, uh, can help a lot with just getting her in the groove. It's like, she's just got some quirks that you have yeah. to know what you're working with when you have her. If you were expecting Purdy and you put down snapper, things wouldn't yeah. go well. She's yeah. a little female, uh, Brittany, but you know, all in all, she, she feels her part of the string. Well, and yeah, uh, sweet little dog. Um, she I've, is I've taken incredibly affectionate. She loves, uh, she loves, she just yips. She gets so excited around the dog box. She'll just start like, yip, 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 you know, 
what I, what I remember about taking her some last year is that you just have to ignore some of her points. Oh, yeah, just know, yeah, yeah. Like, if, like, unless... What's a hard point and what's a... Uh, yeah, because she will false point some. And she will back the crap out of a dog. Who, if a dog is stopped taking a whiz or taking a dump, she's backing that dog. <laughs> and then you get into these double backs where two cautious dogs are just staring at each other. <laughs> and, but, uh, yeah, she's a sweet little dog, though. She's Spe- sweet. Speaking of that, he's not hunting with me this year. I took him some last year. He's actually gone to a to live out the rest of his days at a at a family home. Oh, um, but Ed was a dog I had. Oh yeah, when man. I very first started guiding, and uh, last year was his last season with us. So he's still, um, as far as I know, he's still alive. But we Big sent him Vishla. Yeah, huge like blockheaded Vishla, which mm-hmm. is the only one of that size that we've had. Most of them are kind of. Uh, Jet was close, but yeah. but still not just quite not as big. He was tall, but just yeah. This is, this is a thick boy. But anyway, yeah. Ed Ed was a very um very backing dog. He would, and the problem was I'd run him with Queen, who I said earlier has a f- solid brown coat. Well, Queen in the woods is hard to see, and so Ed would quite frequently, almost every hunt, back a burnt pine stump because <laughs> he would think it was her her tail end on point funny, man. and he he would just go, lock up and we'd be like they'd be like that guy's that uh ed's on point i'll say uh no he's looking at that pine stump over there yeah. <laughs> or even every every once in a while he would he would uh like point a pine cone on the road he was very like observant like yeah but his eyes i think were failing him a little bit <laughs> later in his career and every once in a while, he would just be kind of lost in the sauce, looking up in the pine trees. Like we would be in the middle of hunting, and he would just stop and just like look around in all directions, just kind of up in the trees. And everyone hunting would stop and just start looking around to try and figure out what this dog's <laughs> looking at. Never was he looking at a bird or hey, anything. Maybe he was just like one of our favorite clients <laughs> and just stopped to enjoy it. To to be thankful to, that to he was out there in, <laughs> yeah. in the beauty of the woods, the Lord's creation. Um, but he was a great dog too. I think of, he deserves an honorable mention. Yes. And speaking of mistaking dogs for pine stumps, this French Brittany that my client had was like black, mm-hmm. uh, with black and white roan. And, uh, at least once I was looking at a, burnt pine stump in the distance <laughs> thinking oh he's is that your dog on point no it was a burnt pine stump so it happens to the best of us henry oh man all right where but are we at just real quick on ed my best my favorite memory with him is he he was known every once in a while for if we had a covey rise and multiple birds were shot he would go pick up two birds at once and bring them back and then one time he was doing that, had two birds in his mouth, and then stopped on point on another bird. Oh, that's cool. Like, I've, you know, I've had dogs point with birds in their mouth a lot. What a champ, but, but two birds. two at one yeah. time, and then to smell a third, that's just crazy. Yeah. That's a champ right there. Yeah. Um, So uh, that was Snapper. You're on to? Yeah, well, I'm, I mentioned mentioned Ed. He's no longer hunting with me. But um, I guess my next dog would probably be Hank. So yeah. he's a he's a pointer I got. I think I had him 
the, the season before last, right at the end of the season was when I got him. He's and, kind of a young dog. I mean, he's yeah, not he's, real. he's right around Rubo's age. I think he mm-hmm. might be slightly older. Like he's, he's in the three mm-hmm. range. Um, you kind of lose track of this stuff when there's so many dogs coming through a kennel. Yeah. But he, um, he's, he's an excellent dog. He, he got, he's one of the ones that was, uh, had some prior training before I got him came from the same place I got moose from. Um, that guy's a real good friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got real good friends when you're just getting bird dogs. Oh, yeah. With training. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's he's great. He loves to back a dog. Like if 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 one goes on point, I'll actually I'll be like, Hank, look around. And uh he'll he'll just stop, keep pick his head up and, and uh if he sees the dog, he'll he'll point from however far. And sometimes he'll creep a little closer, which I like. I don't want him to be too far out. Maybe yeah, for safety. Possibly yeah. B- blocking a shot, but he never like goes past the dog uh, that's pointing. Um, so he's just a really, really cautious dog, just a real go-getter. He's probably in the best shape of any dog I've got right now. From, yeah, proved his chops on wild birds yeah. last season for sure. Got a, and, got some exposure to a woodcock. Yeah. Too. And for a pointer, he's a really good retriever. Like, he yeah. will, he'll bring it back. He's a good-looking pointer. Yeah. And that, like, it's no, pointers aren't my favorite. Yeah. looks wise i think they're I, they're hell on wheels when it comes to i think the reason i'm not as partial to pointers is just i haven't had a, a broad experience with them i just true. like and that's kind of rare for around here because the pointers kind of the traditional breed that we see um in this area but um like i just inherited a lot of vislas when i first started and yeah. i'm just very partial to them um and right now, you know, we're we're breeding a lot of Britneys too, and they're they're yeah. they're kind of growing on me as well. But we had a pointer, um, Sweetie was a one of my dad's pointers yeah. uh, when I was a kid, Dixie. But then when after kind of that uh, group of pointers came through, the Vesla got turned up at yeah. Quail Ridge, and so my dad ended up with several, and so. Definitely went through that. Was Bubba phase. one? Yeah, there was Jet, Cuz. Cuz is one that I was. Yeah. Maybe Bubba. I think there Bubba were a few, was a man. Um, I think he had a riffraff pointer named Dixie. Yeah, yeah. She was she was a good dog. Yep. And uh, that, who do I remember from back in the day? Trip. It was a big old pointer. And there at one point, bear or something like that. That anyway, um, yeah. There's been a lot of dogs over the years. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, um, I I do have two pointers in my string. The first uh, hammer. We'll go. Yeah. Well, let's do um, Jake first. Jake is like always uh, roll of the dice a little bit <laughs> because before his injury. He was real solid. After, uh, I think, ACL repair, he hasn't made, like, the strongest, you know, like, his leg definitely locks up on him. And both he and Hammer have the same, <laughs> the they have some handling issues, um, which is like, they'll, they'll go on point, first covey, Okay, everything's going great. We shoot a bird, and Jake just 
not in a gun shy way, just like going to hunt the next bird, like runs not out of the country, but just way off. And so you spend like five minutes trying to handle him back in. And then, um, so yeah, Jake's like here, there. I don't know if, if I show up and I get to choose, will Jake come with me? Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Um, because at, you know, after he runs for like 10 or 15 minutes, that, that leg starts locking up on him. And so then you feel bad cause he's also just running off. And so you're like, well, he's just wasting his energy over there and I don't want to get him hurt. Anyway, that's pretty much Jake. Hmm. He, he, I mean, before, like I said, before the injury lights out, he was great. But, uh, I think he was just happy to be there. Saturday, <laughs> hey, you know, yeah, that's that's something that counts for something. Yeah, yeah, someday it's better than you know not well, wanting to get out of the box. Yeah, which I've had that happen a few times, or yeah. or even straight up running off where you can't find them. Oh yeah, no, no, that's happened once or twice. I've had to leave a hat in the woods for them to come yeah. back to. Yep. Yeah. Um, I guess my next dog would be Hank's sister, June. I hunted with her some last year. Um, I'm taking her this year because we're having to kind of rearrange some dogs and find some for, we've got a lot, some newer guides that, uh, mm-hmm. don't have their own dogs. Last year we had several guides that would bring their own string. And so we're having to kind of, you know, uh, find re- them a string, reevaluate our, um, our kennel dogs and see, you know, give, give some of our good ones to other people. Yeah. Got to spread the A dogs out and the B dogs out and the C dogs. (laughs) But you know, nothing against June. She's a good dog. She's like, like I said, Hank's litter mate. Um, and she, she has a good amount of natural ability. Um, I think she just, she just needs to go with me more and kind of get used to the way I hunt. Mm -hmm. I think she'll be, you know, another month or two, she'll be just as good as any of them. Um, yeah, not a whole lot to say about her. I just, I don't have a, like a, yeah plethora of experience working yeah. with her that's like hammer hammer's a hammer's a good dog hammer he hunts well he's getting a little up in age. he's showing his age this year but i'm uh, that may come off i mean he may shake some of the rust off as the the season goes um he is a fantastic retriever for a pointer i mean not just for a pointer he's a fantastic retriever for any dog um Real solid on dead birds. Uh, he's that he pulls that veteran move where if I got two dogs and a brace on point, I can call hammer to, easily to the just ne- hammer to leave it and he'll gently leave his point to come back this other dog make the retrieve and then go back to that point. Yeah, and that's that's a thing. Of, the guest may not realize how awesome that is, but as a dog handler, you're just like. Oh yeah. Oh, cause it's, it's, it's very natural to get nervous when there's spread out birds, like right after a, a covey breaks up, you know, a lot of times you'll have more than one point at a time. Mm-hmm. And it just, like you said, m- mentioned earlier, it's just a very safety conscious thing to have your dogs, everybody in one spot. So you mm-hmm. can keep your eye on them as well as the hunters can, can keep their eye on them. Cause yeah, if they yeah. like I had that happen last year. Uh, had a dog bust a bird from behind us. It flew around in front of us, and a guy shot one of my dogs on point in front of us that he didn't see because he was following the bird. Mm. 
even though I said, you know, yeah, dog, dog. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it, it happens to the best of us. And that's, that's why like it's safety is always the number one concern of the guide and should be of the hunter definitely as well, especially the hunter. Cause he's, he's yeah. got the power in his hands, but you know, I don't blame that guy and he's, yeah, he's a good situation, good friend of mine. Like mistakes happen. I know he, he felt absolutely horrible about it, but yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, I still want to hunt with him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I do too. He's still in my top. I was thinking about my top five clients the other day. I'm like, he's still in my top five. <laughs> Just because he's a dog that's, guy. That's I mean, hard to a, do. <laughs> he's he's a dog guy, you know. Uh, he anyway. Um. So uh, I guess my last dog would be or yeah, because you just hit on yeah. That's it for me. I just have five. Okay, so my last dog would be Katie. Yeah, older Visla. She's probably seven ish. Yep. Um, the best retriever I may have ever had. Um, and she's just in the past season or, well, like the middle of last season, she started wanting the heads off of birds Mm -hmm. as a reward. And so now like it's, and I only give her the heads of birds she retrieves. So she is getting that bird first. Like no matter who else is on the ground, (laughs) she's getting there first. She's bringing it back. And then she, she just like sits and looks up at me like, you know, you're going to give me that head. Yeah. And I've never done that to a dog, but I don't, and I don't even know how that initiated, how that started happening, but like she doesn't chew on the birds. I know people have told me before, like, Oh, don't do that. You know, they're going to, then they're going to start eating birds. Yeah. But she, I have no problem with that, but she loves, she will do about anything for a quail head. Yeah. And she'll probably eat like 15, 20 in a day. Uh, my dogs only eat birds that are dead. Like, I mean, like old <laughs> oh, birds. Like, have, oh, uh, yeah. so like hawk kills, which is and, disgusting because they could have been oh, there yeah, for like days. So nasty, and it's hard to get. Like, you end up hanging them in a tree somewhere to try because <laughs> yeah. you don't want to put it in your vest because they smell so bad. By the end of the season, you're going. Of course, there'll be like five or six dead <laughs> birds in trees. They'll be like, "What's that?" And like, that's why my dogs don't eat that rank nasty Blair witch. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah pro tip if you're at a shooting preserve and you find a a shotgun shell box laying in the woods don't pick it up no um let the guides handle that um because it's probably full of dog crap and uh don't worry about the birds hanging in trees (laughs) um yeah so that kind of wraps that up strings looking tight a lot of your strings had a lot of public land wild bird Exposure yeah, to three, three of my dogs last year were able to hunt some wild birds. I think all three of them had contact with wild yeah, yeah. birds. Katie, Hank, Rubo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moose, maybe even. I think Moose, um, at our buddy's place, he, he got some time. Oh, that's right. Um, other than that, I just have the two dogs at home. And there's a couple in the kennel that I'm training, obviously. But, but yeah, I got two dogs in training that aren't officially a part of my string as well. And we're going to move on to those dogs now. Um, real quick. Um, so I got Lumi and Jesse. I've and, got Gilly and Bevy. Yeah. So I got a, a Lumi is a 10-month-old uh, French Brittany uh, out of Iowa. He. Uh, so here's a breakdown on him real quick. To me, he's pretty soft temperament. Um, he does not, um, 
the yard work. He's slow on the the uptake on yard work. So basic obedience stuff, it kind of, I don't know, it just takes a different approach with him. It doesn't come yeah. as easy or as yeah, easy yeah. as other dogs. With the, when we were doing e-collar, he's kind of a weenie. So he needs, <laughs> like, vibrate is usually enough pressure for him. Like, one can be too much sometimes um, on a Garmin. Uh, a one on a Garmin can be too much. So we vibrate, but man, and he was, I mean, honestly, he was kind of on the chopping block and then really turned around once we started getting out in the field and on birds more consistently. He's got a very natural point, very naturally steady. Like he wants me to flush that bird and uh, just not a lot of natural retrieve. I'm not really worried about that at this stage uh he's had a heck of an introduction to birds we're gonna take him again tomorrow uh went through gun he went through the 22 blank just like it was nothing and then this past time me and henry took birds out uh we shot 28 gauge right over him yeah i mean we started at a distance but worked up to shooting it right over him he didn't pay it no, he's, good. Mind. He's, he's ready. good to go. He's ready for a dead bird, in, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. So we'll start uh, shooting him some birds. Yeah, and I, I'm going to hopefully during that session get Gilly, my Visla, there. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've shot it the last time I trained her two days ago. I shot around her. She didn't blink an eye. She, mm-hmm. I don't think she – and it was a 410. So, you know, little 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 up from the cap gun. So I think she's she could be maybe at the end of the training session could probably have one killed over her. Depending yeah. on how she reacts that time. And like you said, she's got some oh intensity about her. Those athletic visas, they're just man, it's just they there's something about just the the seriousness of a point with a visa. Yeah. They when they when they turn on a dime and just lock up and like you can see their muscles rippling, they're just like Yeah. I would impressive. say I don't know about Vislas outside of Quail Ridge's lines. The Vishlas, but they, like, you hear that Vishlas are soft temperament. I don't really yeah. see that um, in these uh, fantastic retrievers. Yeah. I mean, Jet would go, if there was one pellet, he knew if that bird was hit, whether I knew or not, if there was one pellet, he's bringing back a dead bird. Yeah. Um, and would swim a hundred yards to get a dead. If one sailed off into a pond, he was going to get it. And just athletic, man, just super athletic. I can't say enough good things about these dogs, but I feel like seems like seems like your next bird dog might be a. Oh no, 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 I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So now uh, all that. <laughs> no, they're fantastic. I was really between the size is what did it for me. You can get a small beast. Hey, you can Look get my dad's, you can. My dad's not as small as, as small as Lumi. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> my dad's is like not. She's like a little bit bigger than the female Britney's. How old is she? She's a, um, right at a year. Oh, okay, so she's probably done growing. Okay, pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I do like I do like Vishlas. Um, just they're just not Britney's. they're underutilized here in the South. Like yeah, not a lot so. of people hunt bob white with vislas and i think that's a tragedy i also think they're under uh 
and I'm just going to throw this out there. If you're on these Vishla groups or whatever, I'm sorry, but I think people just underestimate what they can do. They treat them like these little babies with oven mitts on all the time. And, like, they're really hard dogs. I mean, in my experience, the Vishlas I've been around are hard. They don't They don't care. They. I mean, they're like, about like a pointer. Hard, hard as a diamond in an ice storm. Yeah, I mean, they just uh, <laughs> will <laughs> quit making analogies at this point. But, that. I mean, I haven't seen any. I don't understand what the people on these fur baby pages yeah, no, are I, talking about when they refer to Vishlas. I know I exactly what you mean. No, they're, you know, I think they're as, as tough as a pointer or, you know. Any, yeah. They, I would put them against any breed yeah. for, for upland hunting. I would. For just, uh, all around dog. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I, I can't say enough about them. The word that has always you know, come to mind is athlete. Yeah. They're just athletes. I'll get off my. Uh, all right. Anyway, Gilly, Gilly's got the kind of point that I think keeps Henry coming back. He gets excited. I mean, y'all can't see his face, but he kind of lights up when he talks about Gilly on point. And it is a side of a hole. Um, Jess. Uh, my American Brittany, Jessie, she's coming she's, up. She's Rubo's half-sister. Yeah. She's a year well, and some months. No, it's it's full sister, different litters. So yeah, yeah, got the yeah. Same, same parents. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, Annie and Rusty. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so she is a tiny girl. So she's a year and three months or more and she's probably topping around topping out at like 22 pounds she's tiny but she's got she's got the kind of not the opposite of Lumi. she understands yard work training obedience and she's hell on wheels in the field we just gotta get some whoa some steady we just gotta steady it up and that and we'll start working bird pole here soon but she's had a very positive field experience i mean she'll get out to 100 yards and they hunt like Lumi and jesse what i'm liking so far just this natural ability to hunt intelligently they quarter naturally they hunt cover smart they're looking for the brush they're looking for heads they're looking for edges that's one thing i was going to say about i noticed about Lumi the last training session we had is that he He'll he'll be he'll be working he'll be quartering and then he catches that whiff and his head comes up into the wind, and he he kind of like stops for a second and, and thinks about it and then he starts making tight quarters towards yeah. towards into the wind, and I, I really like to see that in a young yeah, dog his, just that just that natural intelligence yeah. keeps his head high um, head high on point. Um, no, he really turned a corner. I'm I'm excited about both Louie and Jesse. Jesse, I need to get her. I need her hunting December, January. Yeah, that's me so I got to start working her hard, uh, steadying her up. She needs to come into the string. I need a sixth dog. I really need to replace Jake in my string. Yeah, I mean, I, and I think by January, Lumi is going to be there, and Jesse is no, going to be there. I agree. I think. Yeah. I think you're you're coming into a really really good string of dogs. Yep, and there's two more, two more. I know my yeah. wife doesn't want to hear that, but. <laughs> Two more. Six is the magic number. Well, Lumi needs a girlfriend. So that's uh he he's gonna get an E V girlfriend. Um 
hey, I mean, AKC don't differentiate. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it could be, it could happen. I'm hoping to talk to. Uh, oh, that brings us to Atlas. Actually, there we, go, yeah. we have to do. That's Caleb's dog. Caleb's feeling under the weather, so he's not here today. Um, but we've been we've been working hard with Atlas, getting him on as many birds as we can. He is. Uh, I mean, I don't think this is offensive to Caleb to say he's Caleb's pet, but he is also fully expected to hunt. So he's not going to see as many birds as Lumi, Jesse, Gilly, or Bevy, but we try to get him in the field as, as much as we can. And man, uh, I'll put pictures on Instagram this week. Cause I let, I wanted Caleb to be able to bask in the glory of his dogs. First <laughs> really good point, but we caught a great picture of, some of uh atlas's first points because at first atlas like there wasn't a bird you could put out that he couldn't catch he's so fast he's long-legged good looking dog but then he he kind of figured out i mean the the instincts took over and caleb's working with him in the yard and so he needs the same thing he needs the bird pole and uh but man, he's got a good point. He's a pretty intense dog. Made a good uh, retrieve the other day. He's ready to be shot around. Just a good looking dog. But we're, we we got to do some pedigree uh, research. But if it works out, uh, and I don't know, the geography isn't leaving me hopeful about like how <laughs> close geographically um, Atlas came from where. Uh, Jesse came, but I see a match. Potentially uh, in the future. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's been there's yeah. been a lot of lion breeding in the past yeah, going a lot, on. But, a lot closer. Uh, <laughs> don't say don't necessarily advocate that, but yeah, you know, it, it's definitely in the history of a lot of good bird dogs. You can't can't deny yeah. that. Yeah, uh, I'm no professional uh, breeder, and I don't know. We we just I'm we're gonna check the pedigree like the ten, the ten generation pedigree and see what's there. Who are the what are the famous like white pointers that that were line bred? Uh, uh, like that, Miller Speed Dial, like no, those. The names escaping me right now. Uh, oh well. Do you I'll, think eighties or before then? I'm sure there was it was going on then, but I I can't. You mm. know, like the famous. Oh, no, any any other me. day, I'd be able to Dur- just... This is Darrell Smith territory. Yeah. Any other day, I would be able to just <laughs> shoot it off. But because we're on a yeah, podcast yeah, and being, being recorded, recorded, you know, we don't know anything. Um, so, point is, going. we're a week out from wild bird season. Um, Got some big plans. Big plans. Quail camp. Unfortunately. 2021. Unfortunately, I will be hunting that opening morning. Well, not unfortunately. I mean, I'm looking yeah, forward yeah, to it. Yeah. I'll be in the woods, but it'll be for release birds. Yeah. I will be hunting wild birds <laughs> with Craig Banger and Shane Drake. Shout out, Craig. For, Shout out, Craig. For the invite. For the invite. And, man, I'm just excited. And um, then we got – but we've got plenty of fun playing for the whole crew, the Everman Upland crew, and some uh, some good friends of ours. And then – uh, we're all going to go out hunting the second day of the season together. Yeah. So that'll be fun. 
We'll get to highlight some puppies. I'll and get to, I'll get to join in on that. So yep, so. I'll be taking Purdy as probably just Purdy, probably just Purdy that day. We'll um, see how training goes this week and next. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really hoping be. to get Gilly out there, but again, I'm not I'm not banking on that. Yeah, it's a young dog year. Yeah. I will say that Even all of our we, buddies have, yeah. have like year less than two year old dogs for sure but like right around a year old dogs yeah um, i've got two dogs that are who i would still consider puppies yeah craig uh, craig's got his german yep. wire hair, hair female poppy poppy um, shane's got his peach yeah his gsp peach mm-hmm. size uh Sai is a veteran yep. he'll be out there with uh purdy on opening day so man it's, it's gonna be fun this year uh, I think even Jace has a has a puppy. He's yeah. got some veterans. You know, and Caleb, a, and Caleb's a new got dog. Atlas. Yep. Darrell's always got new dogs. Oh yeah, Darrell's always got new dogs. So um, everybody in our group, it's going to be a young dog year, which is fun. That and gets exciting. me excited, man. Yeah. Nothing nothing gets me more excited about hunting than than working a new young dog. Yep, that's yep. what that's what like you said. That's what keeps me coming back. Yeah, I'm I'm just that first time you see the intensity of a young dog who it's clicked. There's a moment at, if you've broken or been around people who, who break dogs or if you, you've broken your own pup and you see the moment where the switch the epiphany goes on and they just get intense. They know what the game is. The genetics come together. That hundreds it's, of phew. years of breeding. You can just like oh. say like, oh, that's mm, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's that's where, that's where that comes from. That's kind of why I'm into this. Uh, there's nothing. I mean, killing birds is fun. Don't get me wrong, but to see a young dog get it is I would is have magic. much more fun in a field with a dog with no gun than in a field with a gun and no dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, if um, we have gushed over our uh our strings and and uh evaluated them for the season we're really looking forward to quail camp 2021 um in south georgia oh um i just want just a reminder um if you want uh we have everyman upland stickers and if you want one uh they're not really for sale um we're so too bad. No. Yeah, too, yeah. If you, if you do want one, uh, we're just issuing a challenge to get out there, uh, identify some native plants. You actually have to go outside, uh, post these uh, plants to your story, correctly identify them. Uh, just tag me at Everyman Upland and use hashtag Learning Your Native Plants or Learn Your Native Plants, and uh, we'll I'll see it'll pop up in my messages. I'll uh I'll hit you back, get an address, may a sticker, and you can have your very own Everyman Upland sticker and know that you are learning about quail habitat and you're learning about the woods that we hunt in. Um when you find these plants, make sure they're native plants. <laughs> and and but uh as a favor to yourself, maybe somewhat related to to quail habitat. So um but I'm not gonna hold that. You know, if you just if they're native, that's good enough. Um, yeah, so if you want to gush over your dog, let us know. Uh, tag us. Uh, 
uh, on Instagram at Everman Upland, uh, and and let us know. Yeah, maybe brag we'll, on your dog. We'll shout you out in the next episode. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. Um, yeah, that's it till next week. And next week, oh, we won't quite be at Quail Camp next week. We're gonna next week we'll be catching up with Jace because Jace. Uh, Got a jump on the season and headed north to Michigan to hunt uh, grouse and woodcock early up there. So we're going to quiz him up about how his dogs are doing and kind of the differences between hunting in Michigan and hunting in South Georgia. So uh, be sure to tune in for that. All right. Be good, guys. Yep. Later.